All right, folks, um, if you have your Bibles, turn to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Uh, James is our book that we're reading through this, uh, this month as a church. Um, so all of our confessional times will be coming from the book of James. Um, you know, we, I think uh, Mark and Jerry and a few others talked through James recently. Uh, so some of this should be familiar to you. Um, but one of the, one of the things that are kind of serves as a big theme in the book of James is the, the doctrine of perseverance and also an emphasis on practically living out the faith that you prevent, you profess. Um, James is, is very concerned that Christians not, not just with their mouths say they believe in Jesus, but with their lives show that they believe in Jesus. Um, and so one of the, the hallmarks of the doctrine of perseverance in faith is perseverance in good works, perseverance in growth in Christ likeness. Um, and so you see in chapter one, verses two through four, says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness or endurance or perseverance, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And then again in verse 12, he says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And so perseverance will show itself, though, in a very particular way, at least in, in how James is dealing with it. There's other aspects to this that we could consider. But for James, again, perseverance shows itself in consistent, practical religion, um, as James will say. So look with me, if you will. At verse 19, we're going to read through verse 27. It says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Um, again, there's a whole lot more in the book of James, practically speaking, in terms of living out the Christian faith. But in this short passage this morning, there's a few things I just want to briefly draw attention to and then kind of give some guidance for how we pray, and that'll be it. Uh, James starts off by saying we need to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Um, 
you know, just think of the relationships that you have right now in your home. You know, by God's grace, we have been blessed with extra time with our families, with the whole shelter in place that was, you know, kind of put into effect. We're, we're basically, we were forced to spend time um, at, at home with those that we love the most. And as you all know, the people we love the most can usually be the people who can get on our nerves better than anyone else. Um, you know, you're not human if you've never experienced that. Um, you know, your spouse, your kids, your parents, whatever, uh, those we're closest to can sometimes be the most difficult at moments to get along with. Um, it's just the nature of how our sinful flesh works. It's the nature of the curse on this world. Relationships are not always as they should be. And so James' words have been convicting to me as I've been thinking through this, kind of in terms of trying to chart um, a very uh, focused trajectory for myself. It says, let every person be quick to hear. I mean, you, you think about our culture, it's kind of the exact opposite. We're always, you know, with social media and everything, it's who can be the quickest to respond? Who's got the, who can chime in on this event or this thing that happened or what this person said? You know, it's almost a virtue today that the first person to say something is the one who you need to listen to. And James is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, guys, be slow or quick to hear, slow to speak. Um, and this flips on its head the common practice that we see um, in our culture today. Um, it's also in Proverbs, I can't remember the specific reference, it talks about, you know, the first person to state his case seems right until someone else comes along and examines him. And the whole point is we do not need to be so quick to launch out into sharing our opinion on an issue that we've just learned about. We have to take time to think through it, to, to form a reasoned, well thought through response um, in general, but specifically in our homes when folks, when, when you know, nerves are a little frayed, as we like to say, um, we need to, to, to preach this verse to ourselves. Be quick to hear, slow to speak, and then he says slow to anger. Um, again, we live in a, in a day and age in which quickness to anger um, outrage um, over anything that, that someone says or does that we perceive to be wrong, um, especially again through social media. It's just, you know, pound as heavily and as hard as you can on people. Um, and James is saying, don't be so quick to get angry. But it starts, as always, we've, you know, tried to teach our kids this. Everything that we end up doing in society, we learn how to function in the home first. And so we need to practice in the home what we're going to do. Um, out in the world. And so if we want in the world to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, that's got to start right where we live um, with the people that we love and we know the best. And so again, as is always the case, when God gives a command in the new covenant to like this one, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, he doesn't leave us to ourselves and say, okay, you do this in your own strength. Every command of God comes with the promise of God's power through the Holy Spirit. And so we say, Greg, you don't know how aggravating the people around me can be. Maybe I don't, but I do know that God is bigger and stronger than them. And so he can give you strength to put this verse into effect. And again, the, the point of this is one of the ways we persevere in faith is by working on these types of things day by day. Again, we're never going to be perfect at it. We should never think that. 
but we can grow. We can get better at this. We can, um, you know, show more Christ likeness over the, 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 if you were to evaluate our lives over a number of years, we should see progress in things like this, being quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Because what does James say, verse 23 or verse 22, be doers of the word and not hearers only. It's not enough to say, well, I heard the truth, you know, yay for me. I heard it. It was, you know, the truth is great. Now, James is like, you got to do something with it. Um, and that, again, that's one of the focuses of his, of his letter is put into practice this faith that you profess so that you show you actually possess it and you're not just professing it. And one last thought. Verse 27, when he says religion that is pure and undefiled before God is visiting orphans and widows and keeping yourself unstained from the world, why would he emphasize that? Because visiting orphans and widows, those are people in that day and age who had absolutely nothing to give you in return if you help them. You get nothing materially back from them. Um, and so it's like, look, you want to show that you, you love Christ, you know, don't feel like you're going to lose anything when you serve others. Don't feel like you have to get stuff back in order for your service to be valid. James saying you're going to show the reality of your faith when you can just give to others without any expectation of getting stuff back from them. Why? Because we know God, because we are, we know God is in control. We know God is our treasure. We know God is the one who ultimately satisfies, not the things that people give us. Um, so as we go to prayer, you know, one, examine your own heart and, you know, ask God to, to give you grace to be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger and pray kind of in a bigger sense, too, that we would all, um, you know, over the course of our life, show more and more that we don't just profess faith, but that we possess it. So let's spend a few moments quietly in prayer and then I'll close this. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your word. Uh, Lord, it is challenging. James especially is a challenging book. God, we know that we are not saved or made right with you by any deeds that we do, any works that we perform, or any righteousness that is in us. God, the, the righteousness that we need comes completely from outside of ourselves, and it is in Jesus alone, and that we are saved by trusting in him alone with an empty-handed faith. We don't bring anything to the table, Lord, but we know that if, if Christ is ours, if, if we possess him by faith, God, we know that that changes who we are. You, you begin a work, as Paul says in Philippians, a work um, that you continue. You are at work in us to both to will and to work for your good pleasure. And God, one of those works is learning to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, uh, giving of ourselves for the good of others without any expectation that they will, they will pay us back in any way. Lord, help each one of us to demonstrate in our lives, Lord, over not just today, but over the course of so many years, God, help us demonstrate that truly we belong to you and that the faith that we profess is a faith that we possess, God, because it's being lived out. And God, that's going to look a little bit different for each one of us because of who we're around and what our different situations are. But God, with those 
that we love with those that we're around the most. God, give us the strength this week, especially to, to start maybe a new path of being quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Lord, help us not be influenced and swayed by the way this world works and the way this world operates. Uh, Lord, help us to shine um, uh, to shine the light of Christ in the way we respond to other people. And Lord, help us not be like the world in how we do that. God, thank you that you give grace, you give strength. We have that sure promise that what you call us to do, you will be our strength to do it. And we are so grateful for that. God, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for a perfect Savior. Lord, for when we fall short in these things this week, we are going to need Christ again. And so, Lord, help us look to him each and every day, um, even as we grow and strive for obedience. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.